Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Analyze This. You know, every once in a while, I'll talk about World War II games here on the channel. They are some of my favorite games to play. I'm a big fan of the early days of Call of Duty as the franchise started out with a handful of World War II games. Some other World War II franchises that I've enjoyed over the years and have also talked about in past videos include Medal of Honor and Brothers in Arms. Those games are relatively simple and that is one of the reasons why I enjoyed them. Call of Duty World at War, probably the greatest World War II game I've ever played due to how brutal and realistic it was. The Medal of Honor games had great moments. You know, they weren't very realistic, but... It's always cool to kick Nazi ass and, you know, take down bases and armies by yourself. Brothers in Arms was great because it was based off of real people and events during D-Day and Operation Market Garden, and being able to command squads of soldiers was cool and unique to the genre. And honestly, I've recently hit burnout with MW2. Yes, I did put quite a few hours into the game, but I just get annoyed when Call of Duty hits that point where they get really ridiculous with the cosmetics and... You know, now they've just recently added superpowers to some of the game modes, and they're adding even more celebrities as skins into the game. And unfortunately, I've had no desire to play Halo or even the Battlefield games. I'll admit once in a while I do go on Battlefield 2042 when friends want to play it. But all in all, it's been pretty tough for me to find multiplayer shooters that interest me these days. There is one game out there, however, and that game is Hell Let Loose. Hell Let Loose is great for three reasons. One, it's a legit World War II game. Two, there are not a bunch of BS cosmetics, and three, it's not a run-and-gun game. It's pretty realistic and difficult to play. If you are like me, and you are tired of the AAA multiplayer shooters, then let me tell you about Hell Let Loose. Hell Let Loose is not a new game. As a matter of fact, it's been out since 2019. Hell Let Loose is a multiplayer tactical first-person shooter developed and published by Team 17. This game allows players to immerse themselves in some of the most iconic battles across the Western, Eastern, and North African fronts during World War II. The game was released into early access for Microsoft Windows back in 2019, and it was finally given a full release in July of 2021, and then the game finally came out to consoles a few months later in October. The game is very relevant today in 2023 as massive updates have come and there is still more on the way. I'll touch on that a bit later. But for the first part of this video, I want to talk about why this game is awesome and is a must-play for shooter fans. Again, you want to play something that's kind of realistic, you're getting tired of Snoop Dogg killing you and Nicki Minaj running around when you're trying to play Search and Destroy or be at least a little bit serious when you're playing a military shooter game. Well, again, let me tell you about this game. So Hell Let Loose is like Battlefield, but even more intense, with a lot more going on. Matches are 50 versus 50 in combined arms battles. Armies featured in the game include the Germans, the Americans, Soviets, and the British. The Finnish and Polish armies will be added in a future update. And one of the things I really like about this game is the structure teams have. Each team consists of multiple rifle squads of six soldiers. There are armored squads of three tank crewmen, and there's also recon squads of two soldiers. These are basically sniper teams. So basically, you select your role for the match. If you feel like running up to the front lines with a Thompson, then you could do that. If you want to spend the match in vehicles, then you could join a tank crew. What's nice is that you won't have 20 snipers on your team. It is first come, first serve, or you can change up your role if one opens up. So again, you're not going to have 20 people wanting to be snipers. You won't have 30 people running around with MG42 machine guns. So I would say teams are actually pretty balanced out in this game. And there's two big modes, Warfare and Offensive. In both modes, the maps are divided into different sectors that each team fights to capture and control. In Warfare, the game is won by either side controlling all the sectors or the majority of them by the end of the match when time runs out. 
In the offensive game mode, one team is on offense and the other team is on defense. But don't let these two simple yet similar game modes deter you from trying the game. The game is very technical in other ways, in ways that most games aren't. Hell Let Loose is considered a resource-based strategic meta game. And there's actually one more role on a team that I have to bring up because it goes hand in hand with me describing the game here. Each team gets a commander. That player is in charge of ordering the squads around. He will tell players which area to attack or give them a heads up on an enemy position or if a tank is rolling in. The commander is also in charge of deploying vehicles, ordering airstrikes, and supply drops. These orders do cost resources, so it is important that players build resource nodes and these can be built by engineers. These help build up resource production. The more resources a team has, then the more tanks, airstrikes, and other orders can be called. So, let's talk about the experience. This game, no pun intended, is hell. It gets intense, it gets frustrating, but most importantly, it's fun. It's nice to not run around on a small map and die constantly while trying to capture points or plant a bomb. Rather, when it comes to this game, you will be more focused on slowly running across a field or moving from cover to cover to avoid getting hit by a sniper or a machine gun that's spraying across the battlefield. Time to kill is very quick in this game. You will be able to communicate with all of your teammates essentially. There's a few chat channels you could select where you could speak directly to your squad, or you could switch it up to talk to its proximity chat so you could talk to whoever's around you at the time, whether they're in your squad or just any of your other teammates. You also are able to speak directly to the commander to request an order or a tank. And I'll be honest, I don't speak much to my teammates, but it's really cool to just hear people interact with each other. It really makes the experience more immersive. It's cool to hear someone yell out that, you know, there's a tank coming on the other side of the road or that an enemy squad is flanking around the left side of the objective. And actually, one of my favorite moments in the game came from a group of players singing an old World War II song at the beginning of a match. At the beginning, we were loaded up on a transport truck being driven by somebody to the front lines. A handful of players in the truck began to sing a song called Blood on the Risers. It's a song American paratroopers sang during World War II. It is sung to the tune of Battle Hymn of the Republic. I really wish I recorded it, but, you know, I was caught off guard by this. I didn't really expect this to happen, and I just really got a kick out of that special moment and again kind of immersed me there where it's like there's a bunch of dudes that are probably my age that you know we're not from the era of people that fought in world war ii but it's just really cool to see that people respect and appreciate the history and know the history of all this stuff whether it's the battlefields songs the culture of the time and the armies and and all these people so i really did appreciate that and actually, I guess this is kind of a trendy thing. You could go on YouTube, I actually did this, and I'll play a clip here in a second, of people who have been singing this song before. So here's a little clip. They're not exactly great singers here, like the people that were singing with me, but just to give you an idea. And like I said, as someone who is a big fan of history, especially World War II, I find it really cool that there are other people out there that respect history and are actually very knowledgeable in it. It also makes the experience better. I never played a game that made me shudder when getting shot at. The most intense moments in the game come when you are hiding in a foxhole with machine gun bullets whizzing over your head, or when you are quite literally watching an artillery strike come towards you and eventually kill you and everybody else around you. The audio is great for the shooting and the bombs blasting. Combine that with the constant yelling and communication with your teammates, and that equates to an intense war simulator. 
It really is a realistic World War II shooter. It's nice to play a war game where I am not getting killed by a bunny rabbit or Nicki Minaj. You can also unlock cosmetics by, well, simply playing the game and just leveling up each class. As you play the game, you will earn XP for whatever role you are playing as. And yes, there is some cosmetic DLC packs you could buy, but they look okay. It keeps the realism up in the game. You know, they look normal. It's not, again, neon glowing uniforms and stuff like that. It's just basically other jackets, boots, and things like that, different helmets and hats that realistically the soldiers in each of these armies wore. Honestly, I won't knock the game for selling stuff because, well, every single game does. I just appreciate that the developers are staying committed to keeping the game realistic and as close to World War II as possible. And the developers didn't just make random maps and said, hey, this is, uh, you know, D-Day. Oh, hey, this is a village in France. All the maps are based on historical battles. The developers even use satellite imagery, archival aerial photography, and street-level recreation to make maps that resemble those areas pretty well. So, is there anything I could complain about? Well, I think I do have two complaints that, you know, they don't ruin the game for me, but again, to be fair, as I analyze this, you know, I have to talk about a couple of things that do frustrate me. First off, the movement is too slow. When you run in the game, it doesn't feel like it. You move very slow, and I'm not saying that the game needs to add in dolphin diving or slide canceling like in COD, but I hate that it takes forever to make it back to the front lines. If you have to spawn back at HQ or deep in your own lines, it gets frustrating when you run up and then you die in an artillery strike or somebody snipes you in the head, and then you have to spawn all the way back and it feels like you're running like five miles across a field or through a village to get to the front lines again as you're progressing throughout the battlefield if your team's winning and taking sector by sector. So I do wish that it could be a little bit more quicker and fluid with the movements, but again, it doesn't really ruin the game for me. And again, this is another important thing though about your team, like you guys need to put down spawn points so you don't have to spawn all the way back there. So playing on a good team who uses strategy and communication actually does matter in the game. And actually the developers apparently did increase the movement speed by 15%, but supposedly the fan base really got upset about this and complained and they ended up changing it back. I'm not sure why people want to run in place and move two miles per hour, but, you know, it's whatever. The game also came under fire recently when they released their June update that included adding the British Army. Criticism came from the visual bugs noticed in the update's trailer, and there were some historical inaccuracies regarding things like weapons and uniforms. This is disappointing to see, but the developers promised to fix these mistakes, and there's a lot more content on the way. First off, the game will be coming to even more platforms. The game will be available on Windows 10 and Steam. Map refreshes and paid DLC will also come along. And near the end of this year, there will be a new plan in place. The developers have a plan where each calendar year will represent one year of the war. The idea is to start in 1939 and work their way to 1945. Their 2023 roadmap features a new skirmish game mode set in one of the first ever battles of the war, the Battle of Danzig. The Germans attacked the Polish in this battle, so we will see new vehicles on a smaller map with objectives to complete, and again, we'll see the addition of the Finnish army and the Polish army, and also I believe the Finnish army will be added and pitted against the Soviets. So you got a lot of different conflicts and a lot of different armies fighting each other in this game. The developers are also looking to potentially add dynamic weather, including blizzards, to their new winter war map as well. 
It's awesome to see a game where the developers are continuing to pump out content and keep a game going strong momentum-wise, even years after releasing. A lot of non-AAA games struggle with this. I also appreciate the fact that we will see other armies and battles. Too many World War II games focus on the Americans fighting the Germans. There's so much more ground to cover. So, I do recommend checking out this game. It's a lot of fun to immerse yourself in. I won't sugarcoat it though, it is tough. You will die a lot. You know, don't expect to get 50 kills a game, but you will enjoy the game for its intense and memorable moments. You will enjoy listening to your hardcore teammates call out orders, request tanks, and warn you of incoming enemy troops. And, you know, maybe they'll treat you to an old World War II song based on whatever army you're playing as at the time. And seriously, if you're looking for a multiplayer shooter that, well, takes itself seriously, then Hell Let Loose might be for you. I think standard price is about $40, you know, we're a few months away from the holiday season. I'm sure you may find a discount or ask for it for Christmas or something. And uh, also, it's nice even paying $40 compared to a $70 full price game. You know, this isn't a bad price for what you get. There is a lot of content in the game right now and so much more on the way. Well, thanks for watching. Like the video and subscribe for more. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok, Twitter at analyzethis underscore YT, and on TikTok at analyzethis54 underscore YT. I'm also on Spotify under analyzethispodcast. Take care.